0: Oh, no! Here we go.
1: Can I persuade you to join us for a drink? It's a tradition. Here, here. Jaja, ja, homie, my uh, main uh, man. Quickly, uh, before uh, the separatists uh, attack, get into the escape pod.
2: Uh, hey, this is escape. Then we're the This Jesus Christ! <laughs> welcome back to star wars escape pod and our first after show review for the bad batch season two that's right episodes one and two uh we have spoils of war and ruins of war the opening premiere to the second season of clone force 99 story in the overarching star wars saga and we have your co-host blake and our good friend Bryce returning to the escape pod The chat all about The Bad Batch. Let's get into it.
0: Another happy landing.
2: All right, welcome back, boys.
1: Hey, good to be here. Hello.
2: It's, uh, it's been quite a, quite a year. I mean, you know, last week we only just talked about all the things that we had last year to digest in, in the Star Wars fandom, and now here we are in 2023 kicking things off with another season of The Bad Batch and so much more to look forward to. So.
1: Yeah, seriously. And honestly, I, after our, our big chat last week, I'm still just kind of flabbergasted with how much Star Wars content we've gone over and just how much that's happened in the last year alone it's pretty nuts oh yeah when you're just chugging on it you know week to week you don't really think think about it too much you look back it's like man there's actually a, a lot of stuff
2: yeah it's nuts yeah yeah so i
0: definitely listened to the podcast but maybe just for people who didn't uh <laughs> weren't here last week what are, what are, what's the most exciting thing that you guys are uh looking forward to
2: Well, yeah you know what i don't think we even asked each other that did we with all of it. <laughs> <Is there laughs> a I know, all of it. Yeah. <laughs> Can right. I choose everything? Um, yeah. yeah. No, what do you? Yeah. What's like the thing you're looking forward to most? Oh okay, yeah. This is this is kind of like a really like I don't know maybe it's a meta answer or not. But I'm really looking forward to what they're going to announce at celebration. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: nothing on this is good enough yeah. for Josh.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, uh, because I'm already, I've already been excited about the shows that are coming this year. That I'm kind of excited yeah. to see what they, what they announce for later this year or whatever. Right? Um, you just want more. Yeah, I want more. Satisfied, this guy. I want more. I, don't oh, know, I'm <laughs> I don't know I shouldn't. And I know I shouldn't. Disney's holding me back. <laughs> Disney. It's holding me back. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, it's all it's by him. Bob. Uh, <laughs> it's all Bob Iger's fault. No, Bob Iger. We like Bob Iger. All right. Um, let's uh, let's take. Well, a- I
1: didn't get to answer.
2: Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all about you. you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh,
1: I think probably Ahsoka. Honestly. Yeah. Really, I feel like that's going to be. There's just so much that was left off with Rebels. And I really hope that they're going to touch base and kind of go yeah. that direction. Yeah, be super cool.
0: Is it kind of like one of the first kind of major characters we are seeing, like go from a animated to live action?
2: From like Rebels and. Or is there someone else? I think, I mean, it's definitely the first time that any of them has gotten their own show uh but right I mean, we, like we've had like cameos right but this is like yeah. a this is like a main character right yeah yeah like the first one being saw guerrera uh who had yeah. been in clone wars before and then showed up in rogue one and then uh and then bo-katan is a notable one ahsoka another so you know yeah. we've we've certainly had kind of those those pop-ups here and there uh but, I, you know, yeah, I mean, I think the fact it's that she's got her it's own show... Big, it's
0: kind of big time, yeah.
2: Yeah, this show is going to be, uh, most notably, the show that that is going to be responsible for uh, live-action Sabine Wren and, and Hera Syndulla right. and, you know, the, the castings out That's
1: there. That's right, and, yeah, they casted it, so... Yeah. Was that a reveal, or did people figure that yeah, out? Yeah, so,
2: so the Sabine Wren actress, she came out on the st- celebration stage last year, and the Hera thing is... Uh, just more recently, just kind of like a, I don't know if it's actually official or not, but it's one of those things that's just like, everybody just knows, (laughs) you know, just like around the Twitter sphere and everything. Uh, so yeah, the rumor, the rumor is, uh, which I don't, I don't think it's official yet, but the rumor is, uh, that, that it's Ewan McGregor's wife, uh, the, the girl from, uh, what was it? Bryce, you see that 21 Cloverfield lane movie? Or, uh, oh yeah, Fargo. Uh, what's her name? Elizabeth. Yeah. Um, Winstead. Elizabeth Winston. I yeah, yeah, know. yeah. Mary uh, Elizabeth Mary Winston, I think. So yeah, yeah. So she she actually married you and McGregor after they did Fargo together. And, yeah, I um, totally forgot about that. Yeah, so that's that's kind of like the running theory, uh, but you know, I guess we'll have to wait and see. And of course, Ezra Bridger is going to make his live action debut because they've been, I mean. You know, it'd be kind of stupid if he just didn't show up again. <laughs> uh but yeah. Um and then of course Thrawn. Thron is another one. Thrawn is another live action patrol. He's going to show? He's I mean, if it's not in Ahsoka, it'll be in another follow-up show. But yeah, really? he'll, he'll no. be another another great uh hopefully hopefully they do it right, you know? Uh because I got it.
0: As Bridger, like the, the exact same plasticky
2: square haircut,
0: <laughs> just the purple, just like, the purplish blue hair. I want them. Yeah, I want them to do that in like oh, in live action. It'd Be very funny.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, that's a good choice. That's a good choice. It's okay. Yeah. Yep. I'll, I'll look yeah. Yeah. You, you guys are. You guys been looking really looking forward to Bad Batch. Oh man, uh, am I ever? But yeah, actually, you know, I'd <laughs> like to. I'd like to hear you answer your own question. There. What do you look most look forward to this year?
0: Oh man. Uh... I don't even know, to be honest. I haven't been like, I've been so, you know, I've I've definitely been like watching everything as it comes out, but there's like so much coming out that it's hard to like keep on top of what's coming up, if that makes sense.
2: Gotcha. Yeah.
0: It's like, what are the big shows coming up right now? Cause there's Ahsoka, right? Lord there's Jesus. Mando 3, mm-hmm. Season 3. What else? Well, Visions Volume 2. Oh, see, I love Visions. I didn't even know there was more Visions coming out, so yeah. I, I, I love Visions a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that one's
1: going to be extra interesting, I think, because they've opened it up globally, so it's not just Japanese studios. So I'm curious to see, mm-hmm. you know, different uh, areas of the planet and their kind of take on everything.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, if there's another visions coming up, that is what I'm stoked for. Yeah, and then uh, there's a new game, Jedi Survivor. So that's another yeah. one. Yeah. Um, I like that game way Man- more than I thought two. I would. So <laughs> I'm excited for that. And uh, Mandalorian season three, of course. That's also coming out in in March. Yeah, I believe it is. So, yeah, lots to look forward to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Bad Batch. Let's uh, let's start breaking this down, shall we? So, season two, episode one and two: Spoils of War and Ruins of War. So, Spoils of War is the first episode, and it takes place a couple months since the desolation of Camino. I actually rewatched all of season one. In preparation for Smart season moves. two, yeah, and uh, it was a good thing I did because I, I just there's a lot that I couldn't actually remember because I'd only ever seen each of the episodes twice, uh, back when we were watching and then reviewing and you know so on and so forth, um, but it was a really nice kind of jog of memory because like there's a lot that I found that I otherwise may not have thought of right when I, I started in this season right
1: because I know there was. A number of unanswered questions at the end of season one like i think we still don't have an explanation for omega
2: yeah yeah there's still a lot of questions about her uh kind of like her, th- her i don't know her deal i guess like yeah. other than the fact that she's boba's sister essentially you Yeah, know? the fact that she's unmodified and
1: but why would cloners make her
2: sort that's, of unmodified. that's the question uh, yeah. And that's, I think that's definitely the biggest question. Right. So like, what's her, what's her deal? Like, why, why did they make her, yeah. um, if they, if they weren't going to use her to make more clones, which it didn't seem like they were planning to in the first season, like what, what, why did, why is she so important? Right. So, um, my, th- my, my running be special th- in some way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My my theory is that sh- they successfully made a clone that could, use the force or like have right. a midi chlorine account that was high enough to kind of qualify for those attributes but our other
1: theory was she was a fresh template model right so they could use her DNA to make
2: new clones well that's just it right because like that really didn't come up a whole lot yeah. like in the first season so no, it didn't this this was you know, an
1: early early speculation I think. yeah this
2: was early I, speculation I yeah so so but after re-watching the first season like oh yeah we don't actually have a and whole he, lot of yeah confirmation on that um i and, do think the force
0: theory is very strong yeah like, especially for a kids for a kids show like i don't think True. it's going to be anything like too like the concept behind it isn't going to be like too um i don't know difficult mm. the problem is going to be into, like...
1: though is they have established that cloning force users is extremely difficult and that's why snoke Whenever they they tried to create Snoke, he just kept coming up all mangled.
2: Yeah, yeah, but
0: I mean, it would make sense if anyone can do it, it's going to be the Caminoans, right? Like, and mm-hmm. and maybe it's even the fact that they realize that it's dangerous, right? So they, that's why they shut them down in the first place. I don't
2: know. Yeah, because the very last scene of this of the first season. Ended off with, uh, in the first season, we were introduced to an Imperial base, which was the first breed, the first wave of TK troopers were coming out of there. Uh, the first wave being trained by Republic Commandos in this big mountain base, which was essentially like a volcano, and the base was like built into it like Utapau or whatever. Uh, and uh, the very last scene of the first season was uh, the, the very, probably one of the few sur- surviving Kaminoan people was the cloning lady. Um totally forget her name. And she was brought there by the Empire <Su>? for a, a greater purpose. No, she was yeah. she was killed oh. in season one. Lamasu yeah. was killed. Uh Lamasu Lamasu was killed and Tonway was yeah. was both killed in season one. Um, this particular one it was like specifically the cloning science division and mm-hmm. responsible directly for Omega and the Bad Batch's creation. So i i I totally forget exactly what you know i don't i don't think they brought her there for any particular purpose in season one they just kind of ended it off on a way that's like you know leave some mysteries like oh we have big plans for you and you know hopefully it goes somewhere Mm -hmm. Uh, not like the zillow beast arc in the clone wars where it's like yeah let's let's take this uh Huge- they're still working yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're yeah. still working on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you know what? Okay, maybe, maybe I'm in the mire already saying this, but I would like to see that come back and actually <laughs> like, have some part to play in the Bad Batch, the Zillow Beast arc, where they
1: they got to up their game though. Like maybe the the Bad Batch true the clones that are they're all driving different machines and they have to combine
2: together to make a giant robot to fight fight (laughs) just get godzilla (laughs) like (laughs) mecha mecha godzilla uh yeah you know it was like one of those one of those stories that's just like oh yeah we could use this for new armor and and you know technology advances in the republic and then it just never never went anywhere it's like what happened to palpatine's great plan it's like There's too many plans because you know they always work out. So they're
1: on Scarif, (laughs) one of the code names.
2: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Black Mantle. Yeah, Black Mantle. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole bunch. (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah. So speaking of Scarif, did we start on Scarif in this episode? No, no, I don't think it was Scarif. Okay, because I'm wondering. Like, looked very tropical though.
1: It was very tropical. It made me wonder if while we were there in Rogue One, there are these giant crabs just around the corner.
2: Oh, man. Well, I didn't hear any of this playing in the background. So, uh, oh, wait. Oh, no. Where's our music?
0: (laughs) 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 Got to get the tunes.
2: Yeah. We need the tunes.
0: I I wanted that planet to be full of, like, some, like, Crab fisherman species. <laughs> you know, think of how much think of how much those crabs would go for the Galactic Market.
1: Oh man, there's a lot of meat there. What if they just tasted mm-hmm. terrible though? Maybe that's why they're not being fished.
0: It's true. <laughs>
1: oh gosh.
2: <laughs> what is this?
0: <laughs>
1: Scare a beach party.
0: Scary <laughs>
2: Wow. Weird owl man.
0: It's Weird owl. From I was gonna. Say, I was like, "There's no way that's Weird Al." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Why does this sound like Weird Al?" Like, but he he can't be making music.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, anyone who's seen the, the Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation, uh, that was that was the 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 song for the movie.
0: They hired Man, what a Al guy! The fact it. that he's not only still making music, but he's still making Star Wars music. <laughs> Mad respect. Ugh.
2: See, yeah.
1: Josh had never heard of. The original Weird Al Star Wars song from Phantom Menace. No, really?
2: <laughs> no I, I, I haven't. What's it, What's that one called?
1: Um... It was based on oh, it's just, my, my American Fire. Just based Pi- on American right? Pi- Pi- yeah.
0: The saga,
2: the saga Begins?
1: That's probably it.
2: That, that, that one? Yeah. Lyrical Adaption? Ago, That's the one. In a galaxy far away, now the <laughs> under an attack. And I
0: thought me and Qui-Gon Jinn could
2: talk the Federation in into... Based on a song from American Pie? Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Yep. No, like, you know the song American Pie? Not from the movie American Pie. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, okay, got, <laughs> got it. the doors tried to kill us. We escaped from that gas. The Met Jar Jar and Boss Nice.
1: It's like the whole Phantom Menace movie. Uh, yeah. I think the story is he got a copy of, like, a leaked script and, like, wrote a song on it. Wow. So it came out, like, the same day that the movie launched.
2: So many good stories about, like, the Phantom Menace and leaked scripts and, you know, whatever else, you know. And then the Fanboys movie.
1: Yeah, that's a good movie, too. Yeah. 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 It's a lot of fun.
2: So um let's talk about that armor color change because since the last time yeah. we saw Clone Force 99 they've uh, they've yeah they've gone from red to yellow and you know they've got they a were few black
1: I think they had, uh, painted their armor black last yeah. season. Yeah. It, it, was, it was pretty it was, good, was right? Black and red.
2: Good. Yeah, yeah, I think like it looks pretty cool and you know a bit more kind of um I don't know what's the word what's the word you would describe their look now?
1: Well before they looked more black ops and now they look closer to just a generic clone commander I yeah thought.
2: like just people gone i describe, describe it as
0: um there used to be a uh like a class in the old star wars rpg called um or like a skill called jury rig it was like to be able to you know piece together you know a bunch of broken machinery to make you know to keep the thing you're riding in work right yeah. and i feel like that's kind of what they're doing through armor is they're just like you know, they, they don't have the stuff to repair anymore, so they're just slow it's slowly just becoming like this Frankenstein armor. But it, right. I don't know. The design is really cool.
2: Yeah, that's a great way to put it, yeah. Were yeah.
1: the actual physical pieces different than last season? And just the paint I, I don't color. know. Is it just the paint?
2: I think it's just the paint. Um if anyone's got any new parts, maybe it's Hunter, but yeah. I'm not entirely sure. I think I feel like someone had something that they didn't have last time. It may have been like his shoulder pauldron or something like that. Uh, but yeah, I'm not entirely sure because I know they mainly
1: just have Clone Commando armor with yeah. some random modifications. Yeah,
2: exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: Except uh, Echo's armor seems to be pretty custom mm-hmm. all around.
2: Yeah, and here's 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 hoping that Echo actually gets his uh, <laughs> I <left> Long my... <laughs> John Silver multi-tool <laughs> arm.
1: I left my notebook at home. But that is exactly one of the notes I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> what is <laughs> this?
2: so bryce uh, you know that you know that uh you know treasure planet right yeah. disney's treasure planet uh, disney's treasure planet the yeah uh so so the guy in you know he's kind of a villain and then he becomes comes a hero at the yeah. end of the film yeah. yeah he's got that arm which has like that he's got it's like a swiss army arm
0: <laughs> he's got <laughs> everything right now the d- design is really cool oh it's,
2: it's so cool. cool yeah he's got like everything from a pistol to a sword to uh kitchen utilities and it's, and everything.
1: Yeah, it's basically a Swiss army knife or like he's kind of pull out whatever tool he wants.
2: Yeah, and he's got like he's even got yeah. a cannon in there. Uh a little like a mini can like an arm cannon. It was it's like a, it's so uh, cool. Yeah. So it's like it's like the Iron Man kind of arm of you know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's it's so cool and like you know like you don't even really think about it when you watch the movie how it all fits in that thing, but like I always thought like oh man, like with Echo's kind of just screwdriver arm which looks really awkward because it's yeah. shorter than his other <laughs> it's arms. It's like a
1: peg leg for a hand. <laughs> yeah, it's a peg, it's yeah. a peg
2: leg for a hand. Yeah, exactly. So, it, like, it looks, it doesn't look cool, right? But, like, how cool would it be if it just kind of turned into whatever he wanted and, like, it was... It's like oh. a skeleton robot
1: hand sometimes. Yeah,
2: yeah, because, like, I, I, you know, in Star Wars, is like, no stranger to robot hands. Like, I love robot hands, but, like, yeah. he's <laughs> got a robot peg. Like, it's, like, <laughs> I don't know what... It's the literally, like, he's literally he's- just the replacement for an astromech droid on their team that's yeah, so
1: so. what it is what's funny because that, that was my second note for echo was i want him this season to do more than just be an astromech yeah just kind of sidelined except for like every episode there's an excuse for him they to gotta to do to something computer. for the guy
0: because he, he feels a little
2: sad sometimes like, yeah 22. when he doesn't look super healthy either so it doesn't no. <laughs> add, <laughs> it doesn't add to the effect yeah um omega she's improved her efficiency with that energy bow that she picked up in the last season and uh you know she spent some episodes trying to get used to that thing and this ep, this season it's pretty clear she's spent some time training and you know she's certainly got a lot more competent with her combat ability
1: like they had a whole episode about that last season
2: they did yeah it's, it was like a training training thing they never really displayed that she mastered the bow in one episode but you know it's it's kind of like an Ezra thing, like he just like slowly gets there, and then he jump seasons, and all of a sudden there he's great, proficient, so, yeah, yeah. Um, tech is educating her. Uh, this first episode gave us the hint that he's been teaching her about the ship, about the galaxy, about everything else, and it's just kind of one of those moral things, I guess, like because you know younger viewers are watching this show. It's just one of those things like, yeah, you just can't run off in the galaxy and ditch school behind. That's (laughs) right. School will find you. Yeah. Even Omega has to do her homework. Um, So, yeah, I just I wanted to I wanted to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wanda Sykes is in this season.
1: Yes, I recognize her voice. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, She plays a client. Uh, I didn't catch the name. Which the Bad Batch gets the hint about, uh, Dooku's treasure trove that the Empire is about to uh, loot and, and and take for themselves. Um, it's a war chest, so
1: it's the things that he was using to fund the war.
2: Right. Yeah. And man, he's got a lot of it. <laughs>
1: he's got, a lot got of stuff. So much. I it mean, it makes sense. The war was pretty massive.
2: Yeah, but like. No, yeah.
1: I'm actually curious to see exactly how that went about because my understanding was more Palpatine and the banks were funding both sides. Yeah. So why would he need all these stolen and confiscated goods to fund it?
2: Well, I think the way that tech or Echo puts it is that he was essentially just taking it all for himself. Like, you know, like, I mean, funding. he probably did fund a lot of stuff, like, you know, bribery and stuff like that, you know. But um, he said something about how, uh, this is what corruption is like, you know, like, this is like the riches of Count Dooku. Like, this is just, just kind of like what happens. And he, Dragon sickness. Yeah. And like corruptions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Dragon sickness. Yeah. Well, corruption's, corruption's <laughs> always been like a, a, a focal point for, um, they did a whole Clone Wars arc and about on Mandalore as well, like about corruption. So it was, thought it was interesting that they brought that up again. I mean, he probably has a lot
0: of just like family wealth too right yes. like his, he comes from royalty right, and he is and he kind of the the state of his planet kind of shows that it's not like he they reinvest into their uh, right. right, so it kind of makes sense for this one percenter kind of count rich man just to be like to have all this wealth just sitting around doing nothing,
2: yeah, yeah. It's funny when mm-hmm. those ships take off with all this cargo, knowing there was like a few of them. I was like, "Man, Dooku's a hoarder. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot of crap. There's a lot of stuff." Yeah. Um, so because Dooku's dead, you know, um, I thought it was an interesting discussion that took place, you know, between the main characters, and they actually like talked about Dooku for you know a brief second there. I thought that was kind of interesting, and um, I like how this show has resolved a lot of things in. Clone Wars or Revenge of the Sith or whatever that I just didn't know was resolvable and things I never really thought of before, which have been very useful to kind of see unfold on screen, right? It's like, I never really thought about like, oh, what happened to all of Dooku's money? You know, I like I've right. I, I never thought about that, and yet I just it think makes Palpatine took it all. Yeah, that's the thing. I never even thought about it. I was like, oh yeah, like, but if someone told me, like, yeah, what do you think happened to all Dooku's who's like treasures and like riches and stuff? And he's the last
1: of his family line, right? Like, yeah, yeah. His, his sister's dead. His sister died so. in in the in the novel. In novel. But yeah, spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> Was this a recent novel. Uh, two years ago.
2: Audiobook drama. Oh, I didn't. I didn't really realize he had a sister. Dooku Jedi. It's really Lost.
1: good. Definitely yeah. worth checking out. Definitely. It's an audiobook cool. only though.
2: Yeah, yeah. Actually, well, you can get a novelization, but it's just the script. So oh, it's okay. like it's not. It doesn't read like a book. It's like you read like the character name and then you know. It's
1: yeah. like a old radio play.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I thought that was pretty cool that they brought him up. And uh the place uh the place of residence of course seeing that again and uh the people his people on Sereno, um what's left
1: of them because the planet was orbitally bombarded. Yeah. Which I didn't realize they had done. So did they the Republic? Yeah.
2: The, Apparently the Empire.
1: No the Empire at that, oh, that point. I see. Does that mean that Palpatine bombarded all of the Separatist planets?
2: I I don't Really, no. We know honest. they
1: gas G- Genosis.
2: We know Raxus is relatively untouched. I mean, that big city is still there, at least in the first season, because they rescue a, a senator from from there, who the Empire is trying to kind of sway to, kind of go along with things. But is that where the Techno Union's from? Uh no, no, they're from a different planet, but, but I thought it was just interesting that they did bombard his planet mm-hmm. out of all places. Right. It's yeah. like kind of, I think, I feel like it's one of those twisted, like, you know, you failed me as your, my is I'm going to just like wreck all your stuff. I'm like, he's <laughs> just a child. Yeah. <laughs> just stomping on his, on,
1: it was like his, what, his brother's toys. <laughs> yeah well uh, like, <laughs> i mean
2: i i know you both have heard uh of project you know what was it the uh, project cinder you know yeah. uh the you know the contingency yeah. plan that of course you know palpatine had in place when he if, if he ever died uh, to wipe the empire and the new republic or rebellion off the face of the galaxy if i
1: can't have it no one can yeah exactly and like <laughs> he
2: starts with these massive, like, weather satellites above Naboo that's, like, supposed to cause storms and, you know, to the point where it just rips the planet apart uh, and makes it uninhabitable. So, yeah, it was, it was, like, like, what is he doing? Like, that's his homeworld. world. <laughs> he starts with that? Like... You Kidding me, no one see him
0: installing these things, and no one, <laughs> yeah, no one was allowed to question it,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like if, if you ask George, I bet he'd say, Oh, well, you know, people just thought it was for like better internet or something, yeah, <laughs> oh my gosh, better satellite TV. <laughs> it's
0: what Elon Musk is doing, too. He just yeah. tells us all for better internet, yeah, It's for his yeah. contingency plan, <laughs> yeah.
1: death rays there's some
0: real life uh yeah someone just stole stole it from elon musk yeah yeah Yeah, soon you'll be able to Um,
2: access twitter in the in the middle of like the amazon (laughs)
0: yeah Yeah. is it is it this episode where tech is kind of like we we start to see like a little divide between how they want to like proceed as like a as a group
2: yeah tech
0: starts talking more about like doing a bigger part
2: yeah, it was uh, was it tech or Echo. One of the two is is confronts Hunter about it, and um, they say maybe it's Echo. Yeah. yeah, he says like we got we got to we got to continue fighting. And then, uh, but Hunter's really on the side of doing what's best for Omega because he's kind of become this father figure for Omega, right? And uh, initially in season one, like he tried to pawn her off to um, Cut uh, that clone who had gone rogue back in like season one of the clone wars and like they found him stranded somewhere and he like married right. a Twi'lek lady and had kids and stuff like that. So like he tries to pawn her off to him and, you know, get them to look after her while they go off and do clone force 99 stuff and, you know, run away from the empire and stuff. And yeah, I think echo is just like, you know, we, we can't, we can't like, and now he's just kind of embraced the idea that no, we'll look after her ourselves. But Echo's like We can't do that Like we have to Look at what's out there Like we gotta fight the Empire Like you know No one's happy with this So You know what The more that I think about
1: That the Clone Force 99 did this Makes me realize that In the Mandalorian It really shouldn't have been Din and It should've been Boba Fett
2: <laughs> <laughs> Boba Fett for The entire Mandalorian show yeah. But then we probably wouldn't have Grogu. I don't think Bobo would. Well, the
1: reason with. why I'm saying is because of Grogu, because we're seeing the clones, are, they're now attached and taking care of Omega. So then if Bobo were to do that with Grogu, it would just be the exact same thing, the exact same parent, basically.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like same <laughs> DNA. <laughs> did you guys notice um, how, how, how much did you kind of jump up in your seat when you saw the smashed window in Dooku's lair behind his desk? So that was
1: oh, I was actually first taken aback by realizing that that off his office was on Sireno, mm. which I don't know if they ever established that in the Clone Wars.
2: We we've seen it. We've seen it before. We've but seen then, the room, but yeah. did they
1: ever say what planet it was on? Yes.
2: Yeah. Because okay. he, he's One training quiet, Savage right? or Press outside of his castle, but what what I was mm-hmm. what I was kind of like hinting at is like this the smashed window
1: Savage Ventris. Yes,
2: yeah. there you go, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was
1: leading into that because I I was remembering that that's where I remember the office yeah. from yeah. is when Saj Ventress tried to assassinate him when she first went back to the Night Sisters.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I love the fact that he's just such a lazy guy to the point where he's just let this window just <laughs> stay smashed for years. <laughs> <laughs> They it didn't just have the budget. Since that point. Yeah.
1: More <laughs> They couldn't take it out of there. Palpatine wouldn't let them.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Yeah. Um, and uh, we had a pretty exciting ending to this episode with, you know, Omega, Tech, Echo. They get stuck in a cargo box. Hunter and Wrecker try to save them, fail in doing so. And that leads us into the next episode. Uh, so, the re entry of the. Uh, the cargo box into the atmosphere. I thought that was really well pulled off sequence. Did you guys like that?
1: I did. Yeah. I thought that was super cool. I, when they mm. had, we're trying to figure out a way to get off confined escape pod. Like, Oh, just detach the, the container. I was not expecting all of them to just completely fall off.
2: The <laughs> oh, ship and detach. the yeah. I thought it'd be just the one. That would have been rebel style. Rebel, revel st- the uh, budget cuts. Yeah, yeah, budget <laughs> There's like a gold
0: rush now to Sereno. Like all these wacky like treasure hunters, you know, searching all these cargo boxes all over the planet. It's like a yeah, could be, yep. a, could be a show in itself.
2: That's I, I kind of like the that idea actually. Like now that you mention it, because like maybe later on in the season they could find themselves running low on funds and like they've got to like pull off some mission by going back to Sereno and trying to steal some treasure like while avoiding the empire or whatever.
1: Well, at the very end, um, jumping ahead, but the clone commander talking to the imperial guy says they have like eighty percent or eighty eight percent or something recovered.
2: That's true. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally forgot about that. But
1: hey, that's you know ten percent of a hundred billion dollars is still a lot of money.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: Forgive me true. for wanting
0: a uh, a history history channel style like crappy reality show like treasure <laughs> of oak island where it's Generally, like <laughs> you, sereno gold yeah sereno gold. we've been digging up gold here we haven't <laughs> found anything yet but we've spent billions of credits <laughs>
1: yeah. it's out there we'll just keep looking yeah my family's been on this planet digging for over <laughs> <Yeah>. three generations <laughs> have
0: you found anything not yet.
1: No. <laughs> oh, it's out there. It's out there.
2: <laughs> I I don't know about you guys, but I really loved the 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 ver- the Furious 7 moment when the the cargo box on the cliff ledge, you know, it was like the Paul Walker bus <laughs> scene from Fast and Furious <laughs> 7. And
1: it flips over. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs>
2: Okay, just more evidence that Fast and Furious and Star Wars amazing it, crossover. It needs a mashup. Yeah. Yeah, someone should, someone should make that. Oh, don't steal done. our idea. Wink, wink.
1: <laughs> wink, wink.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Anyone listening to that don't steal our idea. Um, That's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to happen someday. It's going to end up on YouTube that. Get, Edit that
0: out. Edit that out. Edit that out. Yeah, no. yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gonna protect our eyepiece. That's right. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Omega is entranced by the treasure in this episode in a way that reminds us all of Indiana Jones and the. And the Last Crusade. There you go. <laughs> fill it in? And, and Indiana and Jones end. and Dooku's
1: gold. Yeah. Indiana Jones and the Goblet of Fire. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. More like the, the Goblet of Life. Um, so, yeah, when, <laughs> when Indy sees the cup kind of teetering on the edge of the rock as the whole ground is, like, crumbling beneath him and his dad, and, and his dad kind of, like, looks at it, and he's like, Indy, let it go. And he's just, he's kind of, kind of let let go of the idea that, that this is immortality. And, you know, for, for them, this money is freedom. Like, you know, and in the, in the beginning of this arc, Sid actually says that, and she says like, you can buy your freedom mm-hmm. with what you can steal from this heist. Like that's everything you'll ever need to start over. And, uh, it's a tempting, uh, aspect of what they're trying to do because, you know, obviously, uh, obviously, Echo is has strong feelings that that they have to just maintain to the mission of like fighting their enemy, which has now become the Empire, and uh, it's uh, it's tough. I think for a kid like Omega, who's never really had a childhood, in this episode, they meet a, a guy named Remar Adele, and uh, he gifts Omega a kaleidoscope, and yeah. she, it's almost like she's never really had things before. Like, she's never had stuff. Like, she's never even had a toy.
1: There's been nothing for just the sake of enjoyment. Yeah. She she grew up on Camino at, like, the medical facility. Yeah. And was immediately on the run.
2: Yeah, she was, like, born to just work her job and... You know, she was probably with an
0: old defunct clone. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
2: she was like (laughs) ninety nine. Yeah, it's like (laughs) she uh, even in the first season, like she picks up records, little like plushy, you know, thing that he's got, and and, you know, she was kind of just, I guess, enamored by it, or I guess, you know, just kind of like, you know, wow, what is this? And you know, it's the same with the kaleidoscope. She just had no idea. It's just like that's it's those little things that keep her an interesting character for me. Um, I don't know what it is like about that specifically. It's just, I think it's kind of, there's something nice seeing a character that goes through something that like, I guess, you know what it is and you can relate to, but they're experiencing it for the first time. And hmm. for her, it's like the simple That's why parents
1: have kids.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, I guess so. Um, and like, and for, for, for her, it's like the, it's just the simple things like, Oh, I've never been to space before. And like I've never been off Camino before. I've never seen what snow looks like. You know, never, never killed somebody. Never before. killed anybody. Yeah.
1: This <laughs> is the farthest I've ever been from the Shire. <laughs>
2: yeah, that that is true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's exactly that moment. And mm-hmm. you know, like it, um it's 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 always those little things that just kind of keep you like oh yeah. You know, it just kind of like resets you and puts you back and it reorients your perspective on what her story is in this mm-hmm. greater thing is mm. she doesn't know anything about the galaxy. And like, you know, we're seeing this all unfold through her eyes. She doesn't know what the Clone Wars was, you know, other than the fact that all these people that, that she kind of looked at as brothers were going off and dying and now they're all trying to kill them. <laughs> you know, like she lives a very sad life. And I think like it's it's supposed to really kind of connect Hunter to this father figure, realizing what's out there and just kind of knowing the value that that uh he can provide a new life for her you know and so that she doesn't need to live through what he did mm-hmm. so i i really like all of that stuff it's, it's great
0: how old is omega at this point do we know like kind of roughly her age
2: i feel like this came up when we were talking about the first season but yeah. i can't remember what we came to conclusion wise it's just like an interesting like because sure. she'll be becoming like a you know
0: like a teenager I'm assuming fairly soon right I think she's
2: around ten like maybe like nine she's exactly Boba's age and okay roughly I guess slightly younger than Boba technically because Boba's Boba's the first thirteen yeah because Boba is alpha he is clone alpha and she is omega so she's the one that came after Um,
1: omega means end though so I was assuming she was the last clone
2: well she was the last she would be like a baby because she's got no growth enhancements yeah right right? that which is what i was gonna bring up is i think she's the last of unmodified clones oh maybe yeah i think that's what it is the last of two the last of two exactly (laughs) yeah
1: so uh, that was confirmed that she right because they're they're saying she's older than clone force 99 yeah she is yeah right so
2: she was in she was (laughs) she was born before so i assume when Django made his arrangement with the kaminoans they made him boba paid him the money and then they made omega as their first clone and then they decided to then replicate Django's dna and start tampering with that stuff but they always had her as like kind of like a as like a you know sort of test yeah a benji (laughs) if you have a 3d printer yeah yeah Uh,
1: interesting because that would mean then if she was force sensitive, they may, were maybe trying to do that as an option and decided against it before the clone army went into full production.
2: Yeah, it makes her an interesting story, doesn't it? And I love how like all these like if that's if that's the case, that is. But, you know, Star Wars is no stranger of like adding details later on, which kind of unlock a new perspective on things that we already knew. So it's all
1: Dave Filoni's move. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Story where he didn't know there was one to begin with.
0: Yeah, yeah. But um, I think where I was going is the um, is her age is like a really good. I I think the the newest like God of War games do this really well, where you you see the transition of like the older caretaker transitioning out of like their hoorah like aggression aggressive phase. You know, Mm -hmm. like I think all the clones are kind of like. And we're kind of done fighting, like, hmm. like we should really settle down. And then Omega is now entering that phase where she's like, I want adventure, like, I want treasure, let's do some, like, you know, I want to, like, shoot a bunch of crabs with my bow. <laughs> so the old, the old so, people have to
1: begrud, uh, begrud, ugh, excuse me, begrudgingly go along with it.
0: Yeah, and, and try to be like, look, this isn't, like, this won't give you satisfaction in the long run. It's just, like, a really cool, I think, dynamic that, I think, Hopefully we kind of see. Yeah.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um Wrecker and Hunter versus the clone troopers in the village wreckage was awesome. Like I loved that sequence a lot. You know, them trying to fix the tanks, you know, like the droid tanks and taking blow the cannon. Yeah, yeah. That I was pretty that cool. Was, was, I like that. That was really cool and I
1: wasn't yeah. expecting that until they did it.
2: Yeah. It kind of put uh put Wrecker's skills to a new uh, a new set of knowledge to which i don't think any of us knew he had you know he's always kind of the big muscly guy right but not really the brains and yet i guess he's still there's something there because he knows like his heavy weapons he knows his weaponry yeah so he was able to like makeshift you know like like the what you're saying bryce the 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 skill in the rpg jury rigging yeah. jury rigging yeah yeah he, he jury rigged something together and and that was the key to getting out of that uh you know that event right like that um yeah it was problem. cool so yeah I and i, I loved
1: at the end when he, they had already they'd escaped and then on the ship and he kind of looks down at, at the the cannon he made and he just looks so proud of it yeah
2: was <laughs> yeah, a nice touch yeah yeah he took it, he took it with yeah. him
0: right
1: yeah so i <laughs> yeah. i think this is going to be his weapon from now on at least for this season
0: that'd
2: be awesome yeah yeah it's it's had a good sound effect that it, was for sure it was
1: cool yeah, I, I gotta say, next time we do a a Star Wars D&D game, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whoever's GMing, heads up.
2: Yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> That's uh, tech fixes and restores a data unit that contains history of the of the people of Sereno, the, the Serenians, um, and it was just a, one of those little moments again where it's just like everyone's the same now. Uh, his retort to tech calling him a separatist he says we did exist before the war you know <laughs> like, yeah like no one likes the empire now like everyone's under the same boot right mm-hmm. Everyone, yep. everyone's being squished by the same shoe and uh mm-hmm. you know in a way the Empire's removed conflict but it's created unification uh like against, against the conflict yeah and and that unification is going to of course later rise up and we're going to see that happen in in Andor. Um, I can't wait till we get the sequel. Can't wait till we get see- <laughs> Yeah. Exactly.
1: I think there's, isn't there like another sequel coming out? Something like about a new hope?
2: Yeah, I, you know, I think so. Uh, but before that, there's uh, there's another another movie before that, I think. <laughs> oh, man. Can't wait to see that so one. So
1: much to look forward to. <laughs> um,
2: I don't know if you guys noticed this, but uh, the sound design on this show is. F- Fa- fabulous like it's fantastic uh um, so great job david w collins because you are involved sir i'm following the tweets um love the v-wing sounds uh just like ties and the yeah, end yeah, of yeah. Re- yeah revenge of the sith or battlefront 2 the old school one anyone yeah, who's like also, uh, played uh, v wings so- yeah those those have always had the tie fighter sounds see, and they
1: I didn't realize that. That's they pretty cool. The they kept that that way. Yeah. Because they, and when they first showed them at the very end, of Revenge of the Sith, they did from, from their beer, they had a very TIE fighter look to it. So it almost looked mm-hmm. like that was kind of the precursor.
2: And they sound like it too. And they also shoot like green laser blasts. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're supposed to kind do of. Do you know, do you know in the lore if they have like ion engines? Is it the boy, same kind of tech? No idea.
0: Twin ion engines.
2: I don't know. Maybe you can Maybe look it up on the, uh, look it up on the Wikipedia <laughs> while <on> the, we're <laughs> I'll look it up, yeah yeah sure um yeah and uh, that ending uh, Admiral Rampart I think it is shoots that clone to say yeah the commander that kind of like spent the whole episode that hunting was harsh them. that was
1: Crazy. that uh,
0: that caught me off guard g- for sure yeah I, I was like. I, th- I think it. I think it's like really. It's like the end of an era, right, for the empire, and it, it's not like by accident that they're letting this stuff happen because they're getting rid of the old guard, right? Yeah. In this yeah. kind of way, you just you just flush your military I mean, so you can like bring in all these new guys, right?
1: I mean, it makes sense because from what we know of the clones, they're very honorable. It's like, they were they're well trained and they'll take orders, but they're also the reason why they're they're always put up as better than droids is they can also think for themselves so Mm -hmm. as we saw with this commander like he's not willing to uh, go against protocol to Mm -hmm. lie yeah for something that was kind of needless other than for one person's pride
2: yeah exactly yeah
1: and then
2: because then the republic that's not how it worked
1: yeah no that was you did it honorably and by the book and if you ever had to cheat or wiggle, it was always for a good cause. like, mm-hmm. you, like when they had to rebel against um, krill. Krill, yeah. Thank yeah. you.., yeah, yeah, exactly.:
2: Yeah. yeah, I'm with you there, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, the empire is a different system, you know it's all about people's own self-interest. Mm-hmm. And you know you see that a lot with the admirals and the moths. It's all just a power struggle. Uh, It's the same in Andor. You know, we we saw Dedra go up against people within her own, what do you want to call it, like a cohort or like a, you know, like her department, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know, she was like she was kind of like struggling to access information in a co-workers sector, which if he just gave her access to this information, then... All the problems would be solved. They'd probably be on the rebels, so like that. Fast, yeah, but because everyone's only working for their own self interest of trying to climb the ladder, they're mm-hmm. all they're all like a bunch of you know they're also fat and satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> like they're it's all you know, corruption in there, yeah, you know. It's so much corruption, right? And 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 because of that, the empire is very quickly going to fall apart because of that, right? And it's like the empire lasts hardly. How many years they kind of they kind of made a joke about it at one point in uh... it's like
1: half a generation, right?
2: Yeah, it was what was it in the book of Boba Fett or 25 or... ish years? I don't know. I, I totally forget. It was I, I feel like I either read it or heard it somewhere. But someone makes like a 30? remark about the, the empire only lasting like 30 years rather than or yeah, not even 30 years like, you know. Yeah, about well, maybe yeah, yeah, 12, yeah. twenty five. I know years. exactly what you're talking about, but I can't think of where it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget where I heard it now, but yeah, it's like, you know, like oh yeah, like the the Empire's like barely been around for twenty five years. Like oh, it was Mandal, oh, it was uh, it was um, it was in Book of Boba. Fett. Yeah, it was. It was uh, the Armorer. Uh, the when yeah. Dinjarin when Din Djarin goes to talk to the Armorer uh, in that episode that we spent with Mandalorian and Grogu, um, she says something along, along the lines of how Mandalorians have been around for, for thousands of years or centuries or whatever, you know, the empire barely lasted 25 years or something. She said, Yeah, so that, I think
0: they were talking about how like these kind of big political powers, they come and go. Right? Yeah. They come. Yeah. 20 years, 30 years There's always someone new, but you know what? We're going to, I think that's very true. So big. Right. Yeah, like
2: totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally true. Yeah. So, you know, I thought that was a nice, um, uh, yeah yeah, you know, yeah we kind of ended up with that conversation there but uh, you know it, it's definitely like it's all connected right And mm-hmm. uh, you know it, it, yeah, it's true you know it's about the clone kind of just being shot and, you know, he's and like
1: there's, there's one thing specifically about that that I thought was actually super cool. Uh, so in one scene uh, they actually answered the question that a lot of people always bring up, which was why did the Empire switch from clones to regular uh, mm-hmm. just like uh, volunteers? Mhm. And that I'm sure that's the main reason.
2: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, they like Yeah. the stormtroopers are just kind of willing to kind of bend over backwards for their superiors, right? Whereas like with the clones well, they
1: turned a blind eye and they themselves can yeah. be
0: corrupted. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't want perfect soldiers, right? They want soldiers that'll do what they tell them to do.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: The perfect yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, they don't want the perfect soldier, and they don't want a soldier who does what they think is right. Mm-hmm. They want yeah. the grunt. <laughs>
1: that's why I think it seemed like the clones were phased out pretty quickly.
2: The first like, season really got into that.
1: Like, what did Rex say in Rebels? Like, it did seem like he had they had just retired.
2: Yeah, so I, I I'm really looking forward to how he gets involved with the Empire again in a way that. He's oh, no longer yeah. because because, of course, in the Bad Batch season one, he's he's always saying like he's lying low. Right. He's always like got his yeah, hood right. up. He's not he's not showing his face anywhere. And he was on the run because of yeah. the
1: end of Clone Wars. Yeah,
2: exactly. So it makes me wonder, how does he get back involved with the Empire that he's they're Just shamming some, you know, report because they're, they're hanging out yeah. on that moon. Right. And he's got to steal someone's identity. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's something going Something, something's up. I think, I think the bad batch will be the show to connect the dots. Um, and in the first season we saw Gregor make his return, which is one of the two others that, w- that shows up on, on his yeah. Walker, you know, I think cap the commander Wolf is the, wolf other, is one. the other one. Yeah. yeah. So I think we're gonna, we're gonna eventually get those dots connected, but, uh, but it'll take, it'll take some time. I think maybe this season, maybe we'll see the wolf story. Who knows? So, yeah. Um, well, that, that about sums it up for episodes one and two. I'm really looking forward to Wednesday. You know, Do we seeing... want to
1: speculate? What do we think is going to happen this season?
2: Yeah, what, what do we... Yeah. Bryce, you got anything? I think... Yeah, I think there's going to be... Or like, there's
0: got to be some sort of rift that forms, I think, between the... Like, the clone family, between, like, Echoes um, wanting to do something more. You know, pseudo-talking about maybe the these, like, proto-rebels, like, just joining some sort of organization against the empire. Hmm. And then the other side is going to be like (laughs) Hannah being like, Oh no, we got to like protect our family. Right. Right. And protect Omega. And then also there's going to be, I think Omega is going to do something that gets one of them hurt. You know, that's, I think that's like
1: like permanently or
0: possibly. Yeah. Like I, I think, you know, the young, the young, um, a static the, young person always has to do something like the too young crazy and, and ha- the young and the reckless. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. And has to like learn the consequences of their action at some point. So yeah, I think that'll probably happen too. What about you, Blake? What about you guys? Hmm.
1: I do. I, th- I think you are onto something with the wreck stuff. I think that's going to come up. Um,
0: do you think you'll see we'll see any like Should there be any some um, return? different got to be characters? Some, some
2: like main yeah. players coming in? Yeah, that's a that's a great uh, that's a great question because um, I actually made a list of all of the surprise cameos of, of characters that we had from Cad Bane. Yeah, and, it was um, Cad Bane, uh, Saw Gerrera. Uh, we had. Um, Cain and Jairus, you know, a, a young Caleb Doom show up in the beginning of the of the show. Uh Balaba, of course, like with that first initial episode. Um, we've got.
1: We could have Ahsoka show up technically.
2: Uh, technically, yeah, we could have we could have that show. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to find the list right now, but I'm also trying to think. Um, what else? Who else did we have? Who else? Did we uh, we had Tarkin, of course, pop up in the first season.
1: I'm blanking on her name, but the. Uh, Assassin turned uh sidekick of Boba Fett. For
2: oh a, Fennec. A- yes. Fennec, yes. Fan, yes. Fennec oh, Shan, yeah. Fenix Shan. Yeah, she was also, yeah, also a season one cameo. Um but yeah, we, we could we could get quite a few like there there's quite a few good season one cameos for, for the Bad Batch. So you know I'm really oh, gosh, you it.
1: don't think they would throw in like Chewbacca or something, <laughs> do you?
2: <laughs> I uh well, from the trailer, uh, we are going to get Gunji, the Wookiee oh, yeah. Padawan Jedi. Gunji, Gunji, oh. uh, Yeah. Gunji. We also know from the trailer from Season 2, we know for sure that Commander Cody will show up.
0: It'd be cool to see a lot of these, like, clone commanders that kind of are out of a job, you know, that are kind of, like, they're used to commanding, like, legions of soldiers, and now they're put on, like, some weird it's security duty, duty or, like... Or, like, like, I don't know, as guards for forced mining or something like that, you know? Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, you know, whatever it is, nine years later, we get led up to that little cameo in Obi-Wan Kenobi where the clone's just on the street begging.
0: See, so, yeah, I, I yeah. thought that was so
2: cool, and that's exactly yeah, kind, kind of, of what I was getting at.
0: Yeah, yeah. that was
1: exactly it.
2: i will see you guys in the next one.
1: Sounds good. We'll see you out there. Keep flying.
2: all right a big thank you to everyone tuning in at home always listening to star wars escape pod uh subscribe to the youtube channel you can find us on youtube with all existing star wars escape pod episodes find us on snipped twitter instagram with at Escape podcast shoot us an email at at gmail.com and we will see you in the next one on star wars escape pod may the force be with you